So much going on this weekend. Are you guys ready? I say so much. I just mean for us, Murph. That sounds like a football invite. <gasps> yeah, I, I mean, that would be fun. Um, we do have some fun plans, but I did want to tell you, you know, one of my dearest friends, isn't it funny how you'll have these people in your life who are friends, who are like family, but you don't see them very often. Yeah. It's a shame. Um, well, one of my dearest friends, her name is Jerry Ann, and we grew up together. And we ran into her at an estate sale a month ago. What a coincidence. It was like, oh my gosh, of course she loves to do this. She's as shopping savvy as you are. Aw, that's sweet of you to say. What's funny is that, so she and I, we don't ever get together anymore. We just don't make time for it. Our lives are completely different right now, but we love each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I could call her in the middle of the night if I needed her and she would be there. There are a lot of childhood friends that are like that. Yeah. Where you just kind of like reconnect and it's like no time ever passed. Yeah. It's cool. So she wants to go estate sailing with me this weekend because that's her (laughs) deal. And I'm like, we're going to look around and see if, and that'll be fun. Well, I might have stories. If she's got better, you know, if she's been doing this for a while, she might have she's, some great ideas I would for say you. she's better at it. I think she's starting to do that now. Buy things and oh, sell them. Oh, resell them. Right. So oh, is she that. really? Yeah, she went out of really? state a week ago or something like that to visit with a family friend who has all this house full of stuff and is going to let her have it if she will take it, price it, sell it. I think she's selling it online. Got her own so American pickers going there, she's, huh? Yes, yeah, she's an American picker, <laughs> sort of. Isn't that cool? Interesting. So she's really showing up to observe what everybody else is doing more so than maybe buy stuff so, for herself. Maybe so, because she didn't buy anything that day. I saw her. Just Pretty filling stealthy. up the brain. Anyway, you know what? We love to hear from you about your real, uh, not real estate. That too, but <laughs> estate sell finds. It's also Grateful Friday. Let us know what you're grateful for right now. 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, coming up next, Sam, we are grateful. You turned us on to comedians and cars getting coffee yeah because we watched what we think is the best ever episode of mm-hmm. it guess that comedian that's next instead of the hollywood outsider right this minute i want to say thank you sam for recommending not that we wouldn't have but murphy and i finally watched um the comedians and cars getting coffee episode with eddie murphy riding around with jerry seinfeld i told you that's my biggest regret is the yes stopping like i used to just go and do it Right. Stopping and letting that muscle atrophy. Yes. It's my only regret. The hardest thing about getting back on stage again is when you don't have anything. Right. I don't have any, anything. That's like a, a scary book. Now they, they that talk. is the perfect episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. They talk a, a lot, but then Eddie launches into Eddie. And I it's know. Just like, it's amazing. It's amazing how quickly you're back to Eddie Murphy funny. It, it is the best Comedians and Cars for me, just personally, because of how funny Eddie Murphy is and how much yeah. we've missed him. And they address that. Jerry Seinfeld goes, hey, you realize that people are mad that you haven't done stand-up in forever. Yeah. And then I think it's perfect because of that. They go, he makes you laugh, he does impressions, and man, nobody can do him like Eddie. I know. It's, oh my it's, God. It's His like, smile makes me happy. When you hear that, it's like, oh my God, nothing has changed. This I is know. perfect. He's do it amazing. again. Do it again. I never heard him do an impersonation of Tracy Morgan. <laughs> and he, was, he, he was spot on with that too. I'm totally going to watch it again. But, but the thing that I really love about it is that he addressed something that people need to know. Kids need to know. Anybody who's struggling in life needs to know is that everybody struggles. As good as he is, he talked about being insecure and he talked about 
feeling nervousness Mm -hmm. and that he's actually better when he feels a little nervousness. And I think that's so human and and we need that from him. Well, he and Jerry both said the same thing that, you know, if they really thought that they were, if they went in not nervous and too confident, the show usually bombed. Right. They weren't really, you know. Right. You got to really want it and care enough to give your best. But I just thought it was so great probably because I've missed him so much. Yes, and he goes funny for a change. He goes really funny. It's a great, and all their conversations are lovely. Yeah. And um, we do know, too, here's your Hollywood Outsider portion of this, is that Eddie Murphy has since signed on with Netflix for some big stand-up deal. Maybe more than one stand-up show. So my heart beating wildly for that. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam's the food dude. I'm going to let you know about this new slime that tastes exactly like Kool-Aid and where the kids can get it. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. We're grocery storing it today. Actually, this first one is CVS, which is kind of (laughs) unusual. Uh, Kool-Aid is going to be putting out edible slime. Okay. Soon. Okay. You mean you couldn't eat it before? No. <laughs> no. Oh, you're not supposed it. to eat it. Um, Duh. Yeah, yeah, they've come up with this wonderful formula where it's like going to taste idea. like it's going to taste like Kool Aid, but you can play with it like slime. I don't like that idea because if you can't eat all slime, you shouldn't eat any slime. Oh yeah. This is safety up if in here. If the kids are too young to know the difference, yeah. Right. Yeah. But you'll be able to get this exclusively at CVS. Okay. Um, I have seen the um, cake in a cup. You know, yeah. it used to be a recipe. They're years all over ago, the place now. Cake in a cup, but now if you go in the cake section, they actually make the little one-serving containers. You throw Brownies, in the microwave, s'mores, and boom. Funfetti. I've seen them all. They now have um, Aunt Jemima now has pancake on the go, which is basically pancake in a cup. That's cool. I guess you have to add really? your own syrup mm. to it. But yeah, there's a chocolate chip one. There's uh, mm. bun, buttermilk and maple. Mm. Well, maybe it has the syrup built into it. You know. Kind of like a McGriddle. Like a McGriddle. So it's Got more it. like a pancake ball than it is a pancake. Well, we're going to test it and see. Uh, it's like cup of pancake. And also, Nestle has come out with edible <laughs> edible cookie dough. Toll House edible cookie dough. Yes. That's, so yeah. so what, of, have, they, have they pasteurized it? I, that's what I'm assuming because this is not in the freezer section. This is just on the shelf. So it's got to be. Uh, yeah. I always thought the raw egg was the issue with edible cookie dough. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, with cookie dough, period. Eating yeah. it. The people still eat it. The first time it. I ever ate cookie dough in front of Murphy, he was like... You're, you're going to eat that? You realize it's got raw eggs, but, Jody. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Let me go get the car ready because we're going to the hospital. <laughs> go ahead, eat it. Uh, you know, we had the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup whip topping and the Hershey's whip topping. Never saw any of it. They must have sold out. I never got uh, any. The peanut mm-hmm. butter was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, Hershey's has now, now got a caramel flavor. Mm-hmm. You can get caramel whip topping. for coffee, too. Yeah. Uh, and this one, venturing away from the supermarket, Arby's. You know we have the big thing coming up on September 20th where two million people say they're going to go to uh, Area 51 and storm right, the gates. Right. Arby's is going to make an event out of it. They've got the roadside meat house, which is their truck. Okay. And they're going to pull up outside Area 51 and start slinging food to the folks there. They're going to have a special really? alien-inspired menu. Of course. Mm-hmm. That is until the aliens suck the truck up into space. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, it's the producer's mailbag. We love to hear from you, and it is Grateful Friday. What little or big things are you grateful for? Those coming uh, next from our Facebook page and Instagram. 
We'd love to hear from you anytime. You can jump in 877-310-4MSJ or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. All right, it's Grateful Friday. What do we yes. have, Chad? Some stuff rolling in? Yeah, starting us off, we have Tabitha. Ooh, good she's, name. She Yeah, she's grateful for air conditioning. <laughs> okay. there, Aren't we a, all? Yeah, she's, uh, there's a story. Um, Tabitha grew up poor. Uh, so we actually used to put a box fan in the window at night, and mm. we also slept with minimal clothing on. Yeah. My grandfather talks about um, his childhood. He never had an AC. I mean, he lived in the country, in yeah. the hills of Mississippi. No amenities. We had a uh, one of our, I can't teacher, imagine. our teachers in, uh, in middle school used to give us that speech. Oh, well. You know, because we were in an air-conditioned air well, school. It's you kids speech. don't know how bad it was. It's like, oh, yeah. here we go again. Yeah. How much? Nickel for a Coke? Wow. Yeah, that speech never works really on kids, yeah. does it? But it's true. Okay, Tabitha, thank you. Good one to bring up. Here's Mary, uh, grandbaby number seven to Whoa. be born this morning. Wow. Oh, congrats. That's a lot of love. Yeah. Congrats, Mary. Yeah, but wait, there's more. Uh, Tamara, my grandchildren, all 10 of them. Hmm. Mary's wow. got 10 grandkids. It's a, lot. it's a lot to keep up with. Well, you know, I have five kids, so I have the possibility of having yeah, you do, a Sam. whole lot of grandkids. It's a whole lot of love. Yeah. Yeah, but Paula wants to one-up everybody. My <laughs> husband and our blended family of five children, 13 grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. Wow. We are so blessed. No kidding. Cool. I want to live old enough to have great-grandkids. That'd be cool. Yeah. Pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what you're called. Your one grandson mm-hmm. is going to call you Pops. That's what everybody chose, yeah? All right, and here's Joyce. She's grateful for the return of my lost French bulldog. Oh, whoa! He was missing for four years and was returned to me in April. Every day, I'm grateful. Four, four years? years? How does that happen? We need to know more on that story. Yeah. We're... I know that she put out a flyer no looking kidding. for him. Yeah, but how did he survive for four years? Somebody else had him for a while is what that sounds like. Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's amazing, though. See, that just goes to show you that I guess you really do have to be persistent. And, and we thought it was horrible when years. Bailey's dog was gone for two weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no nothing. kidding. I couldn't sleep. I was dreaming of searching for a dog when that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Joyce, thank you. We love hearing from you. Reach out anytime. Grateful Friday, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Murphy's going to let you know why he... Th- thinks he can't keep a secret from any uh-huh. I mean well especially me uh-huh. next you know this is one I just was wondering about the other day Sam and I know that you at the moment don't have a significant other but this could yes, apply to you I've had you know, just, a few in the past so you know Jody and I uh, this November will be celebrating I hope it's celebrating yes, <laughs> 20 it years of marriage <laughs> no, yeah followed by um, a laugh I can't so, believe that it's 20 years I can't either playing but, it real um, here you mean on a good a good on way on a good note okay. it, we just you know it's or, or I can't believe we made it 20 years so, but this is something that I've noticed in my relationship with Jody that I just wonder if this happens to to anybody else um there are there are very few people in my life that literally I have no poker face for, and I can't even tell the littlest of little bitty white lie to ever. And Jody's one of those. I don't know what the deal is about it. It's just a it is a complete discomfort. If I can't be one hundred percent me upfront, unfiltered, then it I did it would drive me crazy. And I don't just is there anybody in your life that you literally can't tell even a little bitty white lie to? Oh wow. 
It That's might just, it honestly might just be the people in this room. Right. We know yeah. so Because well. we've all been together for so long. Maybe that's what it is too, right? Yeah, because exactly. I know yeah, time Jody spent. probably is better at picking you out for doing it, but there are times when there's some something you say that's completely off the wall and I just have to look at your face. And know. And just see that like there it's start the smirk is starting, so I know he's up to something. <laughs> it's really knowing somebody. It's nice. It's a blessing to really know somebody and be really that comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, it is, and so, I mean, it's just not something that I take for granted, but it's just interesting to me that I can't... I mean, I'm not a good poker face person anyway, but, um, but yeah, it is... I don't know that I've even mastered the art of what Sam's talking about with the grin, because even when I'm trying to do something that's a little bit funny to pr- provoke a reaction, as Sam knows, just to get a reaction from Jody, mm-hmm. it's I, I can't hold that poker face for very long. It, the grin starts too soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you, were you, did you ever have that, though, with exes, Sam? <laughs> Where they they knew you so well, probably so. I mean, I, I don't. I, you know who I, I don't have it with right now is my daughter Maddie, and it's reversed. My other really? kids, when they say something, I'll look at them and it's like, okay, they're lying or okay. they're they're making this one up. Maddie has burned me so many times. What do you mean? She'll say something, and I was like, what? Are you kidding? And she goes, no. And she she realizes it, and so she keeps dragging me along. And then it's oh, like, she was oh. saying she does it to you. Yeah, yeah. I, she's got the Sam sense of humor. Exactly. That's what she's got. She, wow. uh, Maddie has gotten me so many times, and it's like good for her. I don't like it because I usually can pick up on it. And it's, You're the messer, not the messy. <laughs> exactly. Usually. Coming up next, the family-friendly box office review. So many new movies opening up, and there's one I don't. I really want to see, but I don't know if I can handle. Tell you about them next. New movies this week. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. So many big movies opening this weekend. Number one for me, mm. I couldn't finish the book because my heart couldn't take it, although I have a plan now because I want to see the movie. Well, how are you going to see the movie? That's what I'm talking about. I'm gonna. My plan is to finish the book. We talked about that. Oh. Okay, so The Art of Racing in the Rain. It's about a man and his dog. But wait, it's a beautiful book because it's narrated by... By the dog. He picked me out of a pile of pups, a tangled mass of paws and tails. <laughs> this one. Oh. Definitely this one. So oh my gosh. It's the story of this well, aging dog and his owner, played by, are you ready, ladies? Milo Ventimiglia uh, from This Is Us. And the dog is Kevin Costner. The dog is voiced by Kevin Costner. And like it's so beautiful because it's told the story in the book is told by the dog and from the dog's point of view. And it's just a, a man and his best friend dog story mm-hmm. and there's a really good life lesson here the art yeah. of racing in the so rain it's gonna end like you know i don't know how it's gonna end because i haven't finished the book yet okay end. we also have this is big live action dora and the lost city of gold you know the jungle it's a part of you but exploring is not a game and you don't look before you leap. This looks like a really cool live action adaptation for anybody who grew up with Dora. Mm-hmm. No kidding. And some big names here. Michael Pena plays, plays the dad. Oh. Isn't that cool? Oh, that's right. I heard him there. Yeah, it looks uh, amazing. The first Nick Jr. film ever to be released in theaters. Not right. that there haven't been other films. We also have scary stories to tell in the dark. I'm afraid that we woke something up. Sarah Bellows is a myth. Okay, so teenagers find a book from this girl Sarah and all the stories of her life. And I'm sorry, but it sounds really scary because it's back and forth between now and then. Oh, good. We're waking the dead again. Okay, That's we awesome. We also have The Kitchen about these five wives of gangsters, these wives 
uh, in the 1970s who continue to operate their husband's rackets after the husbands go to prison. They have been telling us forever that we are never going to do anything but have babies. A bunch of men that have forgotten what family means. So How about these? Lying. this cast? Elizabeth Moss, hmm. um, Melissa McCarthy, and Tiffany Haddish. Wow. To name a few. Uh, I'll see PG for The Art of Racing in the Rain and Dora the Explorer. PG-13 for movies uh, or for scary stories to tell in the dark. And The Kitchen is rated R. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. Hang out with us after the show for the After the Show podcast every day. Or if you miss any parts of it, you can listen to the entire show when you want to on the podcast for free. Yeah, uh, I've been going through driver's ed again recently with my son Jackson, who's 15 now. Wait, Sam, I'm you... glad you added that part. Well, no, no okay. I'm go- I've been going through the experience because he's, he's doing driver's ed. And I haven't done this since Sammy and Will were that age, which is you know, 10, ago. 15 years ago. So I've developed some nasty habits of driving personally in those last 10 or 15 years. Now that Jack is actually riding Boring. around with an instructor mm. and doing the classroom stuff and he's got it all fresh on his brain... I'm getting picked on constantly when I'm driving and he's in the car because nice. I'm yes. used to my ways. Yeah, but he's always calling me out. Uh, you didn't? I didn't see a turn indicator. I had a li- I had a little bit of that with Taylor when she first was taking driver's ed. And you know, it part of it is kind right. of funny because it's like, oh, really? Finally, you're catching me on stuff, right? Yeah. But it's but, also teaching me that okay, yeah, I got to get back into the turn indicator. Don't roll through stop signs. It's yellow. Stop or slow right. down. All these crazy well, laws. Well, <laughs> and the thing is, you are the leader. You are the one setting the example. So, yeah. yeah. And the, the, I think the, what I was the worst offender of, um, and, I, and I know this is a very common thing. This is why they say more accidents happen closer to your house than anything else. Right. You or get closer so to where you live. Yeah. Right. Or where you work. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's because... The, the rolling stop when you get to a stop sign mm-hmm. and no one else is around mm-hmm. you kind of create that habit if you're not careful of not coming to a complete stop yeah because you're in a hurry or whatever it is and that is a really bad habit because once you get into that habit you don't realize it when there is a car there you're still going to do the rolling stop if you're not careful right yeah it's a habit and i i kind of think driving is like that old parenting thing that we say they're going to do what you do, not what you say. Mm-hmm. Right. I think your kids are going to drive like you, not the way they're taught to drive. If yeah. you're not careful, yeah. like you need to be, you need to be paying attention all the time because they're watching you, especially when they start to learn to drive. Yeah, that's when they're. He he may not have watched you before, Sam, but he's watching now because yeah. he knows the rules of the game. I have. We have a stop sign at the front of our neighborhood that you can go left or right when you pull in the neighborhood. And I, I, I'll tell you, I never stop at that sign. Mm. I slow down and and keep going. And so when Jackson was driving the other day in the car, yeah, I was like, "Hey, you rode through the stop sign." He said, "Like you do." Mm. Oh, that sounds time fun. to change that. Get one. out of the car. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 877-3104-MSJ. Anytime you want to jump in. And Kelly wants to tell us about her estate sale find. <laughs> I'm all ears over here. Call us, text us. We love to hear from you a bunch of different ways. But it's really cool when we get to hear your voice. 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Kelly? I'm good. How are you doing? We're, We're good. good. What's to talk to you. Oh, sweet. Yes. <laughs> So what's up? Well, an estate sale, and I was stationed in Europe. I, I oh. went to one in Germany, not far where I was stationed, and I bought some china. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. 
the, the beautiful orange water box. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old it is, but what was nice, mm-hmm. in between the plates, there was a letter. And I had it translated in German, and it was a little girl writing her father, who was a soldier for Hitler. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. It was stuck between the plates. And that's what made that value. It's still there. I have never used the china. Right. Refused to bring it out, but I look at that letter, and it was amazing. Wow. You held the whole letter translated? Yes. What kind of things was she, what, what, what was she saying? She just missed him, and, and she wanted to know when he was coming back, and uh, hoped he was well, and I don't know if he returned, but it was it was sad. It was the family wishing right. their father well. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. So we don't know if he got mm-hmm. that letter or, or what. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But wow. it was opened. Because it was opened. Right. And the China passes between places in Europe they have flea markets there and a lot of the gypsies will have a lot of uh, china and silverware and they sell it amongst themselves sure. but I don't know if it was original property of that estate there was so much there it was hard to walk through there it was uh, so narrow hallways it was dark it was ominous mm. and it was a one time few hours that you could buy Do something it. from that home and then they shut it down you had, everybody had to leave Wow. You know, you just kicked a whole new idea to me. I've never thought about estate sales overseas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay, well, thank you, you for... Bet. I thank love you. you guys so much. What what a nice radio station. I'm tuned in here at work at Fort Gordon. I just love you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Call us anytime. We appreciate it. I appreciate the story. I'll never forget that, actually. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Have a nice weekend, guys. You too. You too. Yeah, I've never had anything that fancy between the plates. Like a newspaper ad or something like that, yeah. but certainly no personal letters no like that. Wow. Thank you, Kelly. Um, we do love hearing from you about your finds. You never know. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So I have some proof that I have been watching way too much Stranger Things. Yeah. No, no spoilers are coming up, by the way, but there's something I could have sworn I saw and heard in the backyard the other day <laughs> that really wasn't there. Uh, you know, we always promise you no spoilers, and so we're not going to do any spoilers here, just so you know, because, you know, season three of Stranger Things has been out, and Ooh. Jody and I finally finished it, but a lot of people haven't yet. Yes. Uh, it's so good worth, it's worth your time, though. Good afternoon, ladies. Afternoon, Billy. Take the new suit, Mrs. Wheeler. Thank you. Loaded <laughs> mm, so all fun. the 80s retro goodness and all that. But, I'll, you know, there are a few things that now that I'm finished with, I can't get off the brain. And this is not going to provide any spoilers. Miss Wheeler's new bathing suit? <laughs> <laughs> now, it's every time I'm on the road now and I see an 18-wheeler, what do you think I'm looking for? Literally, this is what happened. Is, is I drive down the road and I see an 18-wheeler now coming down the road. I don't know. Links? Links Transportation. Yeah, Aww. exactly. I don't know why that got in, into my head, but it's that's literally what I'm what I'm looking at. But okay, even, that's funny. I didn't. I, I would ha- that would that's a stretch for me, but yeah. I think it's just because the show's in my brain, which is probably not a stretch for you. And this is the case when I was um, pressure washing the deck. You know, I'm st- this is like a multi-day project. Yeah. Um, one part of the deck has has this wisteria with these purple flowers that just kind of fall everywhere, yeah. and so it's kind of taken over the you know what do you call that area. What is that called? It's a pergola? A covered area. Yeah. What do you call that covered? Uh, it's not wood a pergola, thing? is it? It's an arbor. I guess it's just a covered area of the deck. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, it, but as I'm cleaning these off, the swing, you know, is 
needs the most love, mm-hmm. and it's completely wrapped in the wisteria. And of course, all I was thinking about <laughs> is the mind flare. Yeah, yeah. That's literally what, you know, as, as I'm pulling these things off, that's what's Man, you need a break br- from it. I think it I gets ending. Well, I mean, I, 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 we're, we're done with the season, so. We haven't watched anything in the longest time where it's Murphy going, You want to watch another episode? Mm-hmm. You ready? You ready? Like, uh, usually it's me going, come on, let's finish Dead to Me. Please make some time for me with this because I don't want to finish it. And you're just, you know, look, Zimmy Gorgon. You're just all about, you were all about it this time, Murph. It's well, I, mean, I think the Duffer Brothers, really, they they write great scripts. I mean, they so they carry you from, and, and for season three to be just as good as the first season is yeah. pretty impressive. It's an, it's an accomplishment. So have you sat on the swing yet to see if the wisteria grabs your legs? Not too scared. <laughs> Give us a call. 877-310-4675. Yeah, more of your estate sale finds on the way. Man, on a Friday, I'm all ears for that. Mm. Beth, you are next. 877-310-4MSJ. Call us or text us anytime. It's funny to me how now we get closer to the weekends, and thanks to Jody now, everybody's got estate sales on the brain. Yay. <laughs> how are you, Beth? Good morning. How are you guys? We're, We're good. good. What's up? So I had to, I love estate sales, Yeah. but I had one that was heart-wrenching because I used to work for a brokerage firm oh. and one of our other gentlemen, he passed away mm-hmm. and families was from out of state. So we at the brokerage firm, he kind of, he had become our family. Yeah. So at the end of the estate sale, um, you know, they had entrusted myself and, and somebody else to go in and pack up whatever's left to donate to the Goodwill. And um, he had a crawl space in the bottom of his house. Oh. And yeah. we went down there. They said, oh, it's just a bunch of rubbish down there. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And we came across this charming, and I had, I, well, let me back up just a little bit. I had just purchased an old farmhouse. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. I just had a, the most beautiful, you know, screened-in porch. And so I was looking for items to set on the porch that went with the house. Right. So when we're down there in this crawl space, I find this old icebox. Mm-hmm. And it was just so adorable, and I fell in love with it. Like, yeah. absolutely fell in love with it. Yeah. And I called the family, and I said, would you mind if I if I kept this? And it was just adorable. It had the original cast iron um, wheels on it. It mm. had the still had the drip plan. I mean, it was really in immaculate condition. Yeah. Nice. So I said, I set it on my porch and I, you know, left the door open with a little pot of flowers and flowers on top. And I had this antiquer come by. Yeah. And offer me $7,000 for that icebox. What? You are kidding. No, no. And unfortunately, because I was a single mother, I did take the $7,000 for the icebox. That's your call. That's so crazy. Oh, my God. I was wondering if you took it or not. I felt like saying, so what did you spend the $7,000 on? (laughs) Right. But, you know, but you can just find charming little things that just kind of, you know, hit your heart. But then you'd never know. I mean, I would have never thought in my Mm -hmm. wildest dreams that this Mm -hmm. old stuck in a crawl space ice box yeah. with a whole bunch of rubbish would be that kind of fine. <laughs> yeah. um, no you know, but I appreciate oh. you guys always sharing your stories with me. Well, Beth, thank you for the call. Crazy money for an ice chest. Yeah, I'd have sold that sucker too. <laughs> I know. Those wheels would have started rolling. <laughs> 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to jump in. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Oh, Sam, you're going to like this story. What Murphy and I did really near the railroad tracks the other night. (laughs) So in case you wonder what Jody and I do in the evenings, almost every evening, 
Um, um, we, we like to take our dogs for a walk because no. that's what you do. It's always good for the dogs. Dogs, you know, need, they actually need that. Oh, they, they do. They're better listeners. They're less likely to make messes in your house and that kind of thing because they're they not. They have energy that right. they need expelled every right. day. Or whatever. Exactly. Like so, kids. Right. So I walk the dogs and a lot of times, you know, Murphy's busy, but so I walk them alone a lot. But lately you've been coming with me and it's I been nice. It. I like to eat dinner first and then walk the dogs. Just because I think it's good for me, my digestion or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we go walk the dogs. And every night for a week, Murphy's like, you think we'll be walking the dogs and we'll catch a train? I mean, the train tracks are really close to our house. Right. And Not like something- catch a ride, but actually <laughs> see the train. Yeah. See the country, yeah. huh? We, um, you know, it's just a new thing getting used to living near a train and mm-hmm. we really like it now I, it's a beautiful sound now that we're used to it but i've walked the dogs before when the train has come and been really loud and close and kind of freaked the dogs out but murphy had not and literally you said it last night i wonder if we'll catch a train and here we go we're standing there and here it comes you're looking down the tracks, and here's a light, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's coming. Yeah, no, I was not on the tracks, <laughs> yeah. so you know. And then my foot got <laughs> stuck. No. <laughs> no, I was at a safe distance, but uh, um, but it was like, wow, this is you know, this is coming, this is cool, and so I mean, it just that's the little boy, I guess, that's still in me. I loved seeing it. So to the stand there passed, that close as it passed, but Jody was a little apprehensive about. Well, it. Well, of course, okay, dogs have sensitive ears. And these things are not, trains are not quiet. No. And it's, you know, Champ, my boyfriend dog, I call him that. I've got him and you've got our pity, Stella. And, I, you know, she didn't seem that phased by it. She was like, well, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Champ, as soon as it did that first horn, bl- well, for, I mean, when the when the crossing rails, were, is that what they're called, started coming down, ding, ding, ding. He, he was like, what's going on? Yeah. And then it's the first blast of the horn, I, I just reached down and put my, my hands over his ears. I had to. So I held his ears for him. What'd you do, Murphy? She wasn't worried about my hearing, you know. No, I mean, it's, just, it's like, well, Stella, take a look. Isn't this cool? He was frightened by it. So I just He's made frightened by everything, though. Not true. Not true. <laughs> he is. Loud I mean, it's, it's weird. Trains. It, it's getting cloudy. Okay, champ, it's all right. <laughs> Go ahead. Think less of him for that. But anyway, it was just really sweet that you got your wish. We stood there and watched the train go by. Yeah. But I was worried about him. <laughs> Got music news. Looks like Katy Perry and her producers and the record company, everybody is now going to appeal that ruling that uh, cost them $2.78 million for allegedly copying Dark Horse. Okay, you say allegedly. Well, I guess actually. I want to hear it. It's not okay. allegedly now because they were found guilty. So okay, he's so guilty of copying it. A Dark Horse supposedly came from a Joyful Noise by this group called Flame, or it's a rapper called Flame, a Christian rapper, and the song was Joyful Noise. Katy Perry. <laughs> you and me. You, you and me. And it um, I think I can hear it. The Katy's lawyers are now going back saying, look, I, I mean, a jury and a judge, you're not experts in music and musicology. You you can't do this. We, yeah, need, we need experts I, to decide these kind of things. So she's appealing it, saying, I, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. it's not, it's not and the she's real not, deal. She's not all, the one that's completely on the hook for the almost $3 million. She's only producer. for a part of it. It's mainly the producers in the record company sure. for not clearing things. So. They could have brought that to her, and she could have been, oh, this is great. Let's break it down. I don't check that stuff. Let me just sing in the song. <laughs> uh, also, Kelly Clarkson is going to be helping out with the Clear the Shelters with NBC Nationwide. This is my heartbeat song. 
I love this. this Clearly, is shelters like this annual thing to get right. all the all the animals in shelters adopted, and now she's going to be like the famous face of it. Yeah, the uh, clear of the shelter actual day, the pet adoption day, is shelters nationwide August seventeenth. She is going to be Kelly in a 30-minute TV special that's going to be the week after that, yep. highlighting the campaign on Yay. August 23rd. So you can look for that one then. I love that. By the way, once they do that, the pictures are all these, you know, open kennels, like a shelter that's literally cleared. It but, will make your heart happy. But they don't stay cleared for long. No, they don't. But that's why you have to keep and, doing uh, it. And Tom Petty is being honored with a plaque. Well, I'm- Black. Well, it's a marker. The Florida Historical Marker Council okay. voted to put one up in the park that's named after him in Gainesville. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Uh, to say this is where he used to play when he was a kid. This is what he used to do here. This is kind of what Tom Petty's life was. So yeah. that's going to go up on his birthday later this year, October the 20th. Excellent. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Coming up at 8.30, your family-friendly box office review. Four new movies to take on the box office this weekend and every possible kind. We'll tell you all about them. It is Grateful Friday. Start your day with at least one little or big thing you're grateful for, and it makes a big difference, and that's easy on Friday. Um, And when we miss you, give us a call and leave us messages, and I do believe you've been doing that. 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Good morning. This is Shelly, and you were mentioning what you need to be grateful for. What I'm grateful for are um, the nurses, and the CNAs that I work with every day, mm. and I enjoy them, and they're just sweet, kind people to the ones that we serve. So have a wonderful Friday, you guys. Thank you for being on the air. You're awesome. Thank you, Shelley. That's very sweet. I love it Thank when you, you hear people say, oh, I'm thankful for the people I work with, because yeah. your work family can sometimes sort of save you when you're having whatever personal trouble. Yeah. There are many people who have a work family, you know, I mean, we are. That's what we are yes, here. Work we family. are work family, and we're all very comfortable together. <laughs> Too comfortable it's together. True. Sometimes, yes. Yes, <clears throat> Shelly, we feel you. Thank you for that. All right, we've got another one here. Another voicemail. That is. Hi, it's Brett Hughes. Just calling to say that I am grateful for the teaching position that I have, mm. and working with the students that I work with each and every day. Thank you, Brett, sweet. for that voicemail. Short and sweet, but yeah. That's not the first time we've heard people being grateful for their students. And and I mean, well, teachers are a blessing. I mean, I think that that kind of, you've got to have a passion for it to be. Yeah, if you're a teacher, for it to be rewarding. Yeah. One more? One more Grateful Friday? Yeah, poor Voicemail, let's see. Hi, I'm Robin, and I learn a lot from your show every day. Thank you, Robin. I am in dog rescue. I run my own dog rescue, and I am grateful for all the dogs and senior dogs that I can save all the time from across the United States. Yes. I'm also grateful for the ones that I get to find their forever home, which is Toby this week. He went to Canada to his forever family. <laughs> so I'm very grateful for all this. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Robin. You You're speaking that. Jody's language for sure. Man, I'm grateful for every time I get to meet a new dog and hopefully yeah. find them so, a forever home. So here's a question for you. I mean, I get that you know senior dogs or older dogs. Are there any junior dogs anywhere? <laughs> and if so, what is a junior dog? That's you know an apprenticeship. I mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, we've got senior citizens, but do we have junior citizens anywhere? I'm just oh, no, something. Oh, no, Seinfeld. We'll be here all week. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> just asking. All right, jump in anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, Sam, you insisted that Murphy and I watch something, and yes. so we finally did, and now we just want to watch it again. I'll tell you about that next. 
Instead of the Hollywood Outsider right this minute, I want to say thank you, Sam, for recommending, not that we wouldn't have, but Murphy and I finally watched um, the Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee episode with Eddie Murphy riding around with Jerry Seinfeld. I told you that's my biggest regret is the yes. stopping. Like, I used to just go and do it. Right. Stopping and letting that muscle atrophy. Yes. It's my only regret. The hardest thing about getting back on stage again is when you don't have anything. Right. I don't have any, anything. That's like a, a scary thing. Now they, they that talk. is the perfect episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. They talk a, a lot, but then Eddie launches into it. Eddie. And I it's know. Just like, it's amazing. It's amazing how quickly you're back to Eddie Murphy funny. It, it is the best Comedians in Cars for me, just personally, because of how funny Eddie Murphy is and how much yeah. we've missed him. And they address that. Jerry Seinfeld goes, hey, you realize that people are mad that you haven't done stand-up in forever. Yeah. And then I think it's perfect because of that. They go, he makes you laugh, he does impressions, and man, nobody can do him like Eddie. I know. It's, oh my it's, God. It's His like, smile makes me happy. When you hear that, it's like, oh my God, nothing has changed. This I know. Oh, do it amazing. again. Do it again. I never heard him do an impersonation of Tracy Morgan. And he, was, <laughs> he was spot on with that, too. I'm totally going to watch it again. But, but the thing that I really love about it is that he addressed something that people need to know. Kids need to know. Anybody who's struggling in life needs to know is that everybody struggles. As good as he is, he talked about being insecure. And he talked about feeling nervousness mm-hmm. and that he's actually better when he feels a little nervousness yeah. and i think that's so human and, and we need that from him well yeah. he and jerry both said the same thing that you know if they really thought that they were if they went in not nervous and too confident the show usually bombed right wow. they weren't yeah. really you know right you got to really want it yeah. and care enough to give your best but i just thought it was so great probably because i've missed him so much yes and he goes funny for a change he goes really funny it's a great and all their conversations are lovely yeah and um we do know too here's your hollywood outsider portion of this is that eddie murphy has since signed on with netflix for some big stand-up deal maybe more than one stand-up show so my heart just give me one please wildly for that So, you know, every so often we'll get a voicemail or we'll get a Facebook post or an inbox message uh, about somebody who's type 1 diabetic just like me. And a lot of times they're kids, you know, they're 10, 12 years old. I've I've had type 1 for most of my adult life. You don't know what type 1 is. It just means you're insulin dependent. You're not going to live without it. You're, You're on shots for life. End of story. That's, You're riding the sugar uh, coaster. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I don't know if that's what, call that, it, but what you're talking about, Sam. It's a coaster, but it's not a it sugar is. one. But uh, but I'm an insulin pump wearer. I'm very grateful that I, I really do. I work hard to maintain tight control. But just so that, you know, for anybody else that experiences the same thing, I absolutely am having one of those weeks where I just as soon run away from it. I'm tired of dealing with it. I mean, yeah. I've been managing this for 20 years, and I know that I can't really run away from it. You don't and get a break from it. And of course, I'm going to continue to manage it because I'm just one of those. I don't want the complications, but I am sick of it this week. Just so that, you know, so anybody that, you know, winds up with it understands, you know, or any kid that's having that's a tough time it. with it, you're going to have moments like that. And it's okay to experience those and just kind of express it and then just get back in the game, you know? Yeah, don't you really, bury you can't can't run away from it. That's Is the whole thing. Is there something in particular that's made it a bad week? No, it's just the whole, I mean, every time I turn around, I'm changing an insulin cartridge or unexplained high when I'm having to try to get under control. And, and then you know. all of a sudden lows, like he was popping uh, Swedish fish a minute ago ah, because he had a low. A sugar coaster. The one yeah. night, and it, it is a sugar coaster. It's been like this all week. <laughs> one morning this week, I can't remember which morning, babe, but you, after, I got up early, I left the house, 
And then later on, when you got up and we spoke, when you were on the way here, you're like, yeah, I had a really bad low last night. And I'm like, you know, I could tell you did. Oh. The kitchen, there were telltale signs that he was up in the middle of the night having, you know, ah. to treat. I don't know what you treated with to bring your sugar back up, but I know what you had after that. <laughs> <laughs> because your body was like, give me give me something. Because there were all kinds of little Andy's Mints wrappers mm. all over the... I, have, oh, really? I bought a bag of Andy's Mints. I thought Mints, I threw them away. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I found like two or three on the counter and then several in the garbage. <laughs> so I was like, I probably wasn't the kids. It was probably like... Cause I, well, the ones in the garbage were me. I'm pretty sure I put mine in the garbage, <laughs> but yeah. Well, it's the weird. When you're recovering from the low, you have this false hunger thing. Sure. I don't know how to explain it other than that. But it's, it's real to you. It feels ravenous, but you but you have but but you will you will mess yourself over if you give into it because it's the not real. Yeah. It absolutely is not real hunger. It's a sugar rebound. And so if you start to feed that, then you create the opposite problem, mm-hmm. which is the, you know, the over over treating. But anyway, yeah. yeah so but if so for grateful friday jody i'm grateful that you're willing to run on this roller coaster with me oh the sugar coaster <laughs> as, as sam says it worked it only took two minutes but now it's sunk in new movies this week murphy sam and jody family-friendly box office review i cannot wait to finish this book and then watch the movie The Art of Racing in the Rain. He picked me out of a pile of pups, a tangled mass of paws. A and story tails. narrated by a dog who's at the end of his life and his love for his owner. And the, the owner is a race car driver. And it's Milo Ventimiglia as the owner. Hello. And Kevin Costner voices the dog. Stop it. And does the dog, oh you know, I don't want, I don't know. I haven't had the guts to finish the book yet, but I'm planning to because I have to see me. Well, I have to see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not just Milo. We also have Dora and the Lost City of Gold. This is a live action. You know the jungle. It's a part of you. But it's a live action. Dora, the yeah. teen explorer, goes on adventures, you know, to save her parents and solve big mysteries based on the Nickelodeon show, but it's live action. The uh, Art of Racing in the Rain, rated PG, and so is Dora the Explorer. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Family-friendly box office review. You know, my son Jackson plays drums in the school band. I've heard of it, Got his Sam. own kit and everything. Well, he's yeah. also got a little medical issue with a assist oh. in, um, in one of his hands. Oh, no. Uh, right in the wrist area. And uh, we've, had wrist to go, we've had to go a couple times uh, and have the doctor, like, break it up. And uh, When he has his Christmas ouch. break this year, he's going to have to have surgery to have it, like, completely okay. taken out of. But he wears a brace to keep it straight when he's not playing. Okay. And uh, one of the neighbors the other day saw him with it on and go, oh, Jack, what's wrong? And he goes, I have a cyst on my wrist. <laughs> I didn't hear that. This is all I heard. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my so you started because singing I can't the- just hear, oh, I got a cyst on my wrist. Right, exactly. I heard a kiss on my wrist. And you began singing cyst, oh, What's cyst on my wrist. I didn't hear Hall and Oates, but I heard like a Dr. Seuss story. <laughs> I got a cyst on my wrist. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just saying, if everybody wants to know how Sam's mind works. Yeah, that is how Sam's mind works. Perfect right there. example right there. Yes. That's okay. That's a good vibe. Cyst so on my wrist. When you call to make the appointment, are you going to sing that to the doctor? <laughs> My son has a cyst on Please his wrist. Don't. Please don't. I know we've been um, talking about driving a lot lately with Sam's son, Jackson, learning to drive and Behind Sam learn- learning to ride with him. Um, 
Chad, you have a driving trick for me. You've never ridden with me. So I've How never, can this be? I think uh, he knows, though. Yeah, uh, it's it's a general driving tip, but specifically it's about backing up. Uh, right. I think recently you had problems backing back out of your up. driveway. I don't back up well. I think you're doing great with that. Now, years ago, and we do have that on camera, you've hit a few things, but nothing recently. Good Guys, thing we got it on camera. Yeah. Murphy's favorite family videos. Uh-huh. But the well, trip- it was just kind of fun watching your mama's bumper fall off the back of her car. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... The trick that I have, um, I have a driveway that's crooked. And so every day I back out of my driveway and I picked up this tip. Uh, So you've got your rear view mirror. Some people also have driving cameras. Yep. Those really aren't good for backing up because it gives you an idea of what's behind you, but not how you're aligned with it. Cameras are better. Use your rear view mirrors. Align one side of yourself on the rear view mirror with the be perpendicular to I guess the grass or whatever right. you're lining yourself up against or the mailbox yeah and then you just check your other one to make sure it's good too but as long as you're lined up on one side you should be good it and also then, works for parallel parking right yeah <laughs> throw caution to the wind yeah no that works great until you know there's something on the other side of your car that's in the line you said right both mirrors <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your workday, and it's the weekend. Well, almost. It's almost the weekend, and anything that you might have missed here on Murphy, Sam, and Jody, you can always catch on the podcast. Each day's show is there, and then we've got a new episode every day, including this afternoon, another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast.